everybody, and welcome to the Access Ninja Podcast. I'm Jonathan Campbell. And I am Rachel Magario. And in today's episode, well, I think we're going to both be led by you, Rachel. We're going to be talking about uh, a really cool piece of technology uh, for uh, helping people with the blind. Why don't you, why don't you jump in and, and introduce the topic? All right. So today we're we'll going to talk about ERA, or some people I've seen them pronouncing IRA. It's A-I-R-A. And they are the very first visual interpreters for the blind. And I explained to you how that works. Um, there has been several apps that were developed to uh, were developed to help the blind people identify something. So we have um, Tap Tap C, which takes a picture of an object and tries to explain to you what it is. Uh, we also have Be My Eyes, which is another app that you can call and somebody answers, usually a volunteer, through the means of video, and they can kind of tell you what's around you. So I don't know exactly what uh, developed the idea for ERA, but it's something very similar to Be My Eyes. The important thing is that you have a, they call it agents, so it's like an operator, somebody behind the camera, a real human, that will be able to tell you and answer every question you have about what's in your camera view. And it's very awesome because they interpret for you. It's I've always thought when I was in school that, you know, deaf students get an interpreter to interpret what they're hearing and let you know. And then they also get the visual of what they're seeing on the slides. But blind people usually are in school and you hear everything the professor is saying. However, you don't get access to the visual. And I've always thought, wow, wouldn't it be awesome if we had a visual interpreter, right? Somebody that can be telling you what's happening on slides and et cetera. And I've done a lot of that. I've taken friends to conferences and sort of trained them into being my visual interpreters. <laughs> uh, at first, when I heard about the uh, era, I was like, mm, I'm not sure, because it was really advertised as help for navigation. A lot of people, you know, use this, uh, your phone, or you can use your Google glasses, and whatever is the camera is seeing, the operator will tell you in the background what's going on. Uh, the agents um, usually tell you, you know, if you, they tell you as much or as little information as you want. So if you're a kind of person that likes to walk around and not really being uh, aware of what's going on, what stores are next to you, you're just more focused on in walking and getting to your destination, they respect that. Now, if you are a person like me that is very nosy and likes to know everything that's going around me, what store is there, what kind of people are there, um, anything, then they will also give you information overload and, and it will be kind of customized to you. Well, let's, let's talk a little bit about that, uh, the, the hardware itself, or, or I guess if you still, you've got still uh, more to talk about there. I don't want to interrupt you before I jump into the, the details <laughs> here. Sorry, I couldn't hear you very well. The connection is not great today. Um, yes, no, so that that is what, uh, I'll just finish my idea here. So at first they were uh, advertising for 
navigation. And I do really well with my Google Maps and my Ariana G Adriani GPS and a couple of other apps for the blind. So I was just, you know, put it on my phone on my watch and I go on my merry way. I never saw a lot of uh, need to pay for a service that I might not be using. Plus, I work from home lately. I don't, I don't go out as much as I used to. So I didn't see uh, any purpose for it. But then I realized that it's a lot more than that. You can do just about anything. You can get an assistance for any visual thing that you need, except in public bathrooms. So does it turn off automatically? The person disconnects, or uh, I presume you say, "I'm going into the bathroom now," and you disconnect, or, or... well, actually, let's let's just jump right into it. Um, so the the, the glasses <laughs> themselves. Uh, okay. Now I have I only know of a little bit about this product here I, I know the concept of it but of course i haven't used it uh, i do have a coworker who uses one but uh, hasn't had it around when when i've been present um, i know from their web page that at least their introductory their initial one was using uh, a pair of uh, google glass uh, which was a, a set of glasses you could wear and it incorporated a camera uh, and a little cpu and then it had a little display that hung out in front of the eye, uh, and the user could uh, could get information from the glasses, use voice commands, etc. Uh, and the initial like video example on their site is clearly a set of this Google Glass. Uh, now, Google Glass as a product um, was uh, was discontinued for public purchase, but has still been used in uh, in specific businesses. Although some of their newer videos, the glasses are different. These glasses have uh, a, a camera attached to them, uh, but they don't have the display portion because, of course, you know, we're using the feature. You're not really using the display. <laughs> yes. So tell me about the hardware that you have that you've used, uh, its design, its shape, and how you interact with it. Okay. So, yes, at first it was developed with Google Glasses. That was the first version. They just released a brand new version. I do not own it yet. Um, it's been maybe a month, I think, since they um, got this new one. Uh, and I think it was developed because it could increase your ability, well, the, the, the angle that the agent can actually see. It gives more visibility now. So right now, if you're using the new glasses, you have 120 degrees up, down, left, and right. And this decreases also your need to be, uh, how do you call this? Like, you know, turning, sorry. This decreases the need to turn your head farther than what's needed because you have 120 degree visibility all around. So you don't have to worry about making sure your 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 essentially where your eyes are, are are pointed directly at what other object you're trying to identify. If it's if it's off to the side, the operator can still uh, can still see that, or I should say the the agent. I believe they is the term. Yes, they use. correct. Yes, agents and explorer. So the uh, person using the service is the explorer, and I became an explorer about a month ago. And I cannot tell you, I'm totally sold. I was very hesitant about it in the beginning. And now I'm just like, whoa, where this has been all my life? Like, I want this product so bad. Uh, I'm a total convert. 
So this device, you're, you're essentially streaming a, a, a video signal from the glasses uh, to the agent. Uh, how is that accomplished on this hardware? Okay, so here's how it works. You need your phone, you need your glasses, and you need your MiFi, which is a Wi-Fi, a standing alone Wi-Fi that will connect the glasses to the internet and to your phone via Bluetooth, I believe. And that um, that helps. Oh, and you also need an earpiece if you want. You could use the uh, speakers of the phone, which I use very often if I'm doing something inside my office. But if I'm walking around, it's very, very useful to have your own uh, set of headphones. Most people, from what I've seen, users that I've asked around, uh, lots of people are using the Aftershocks Bluetooth, uh, which is a bone conducting headphones. It means that it doesn't go inside your ears, it goes just a little bit, uh, you know, right in front of your ears, kind of like in your jawline. And so that way, you don't hear anything from outside. I mean, this way you hear what's going on outside and you hear the voice of the agent, which is very, very useful if you are crossing the street because you want to have all your senses, right? You still want to hear if cars are coming and etc. cetera. Uh, the agent you know, cannot be responsible for that completely. You still have to be a good cane user or a good uh, guide dog handler. And in fact, they tell you that that's one of the requirements. So if you want to use error, uh, you have to always be using uh, your assistive device for navigation. Uh, if you're outside, right, uh, walking, you have to use either your cane or your dog. And if you don't, then they can reserve the rights to discontinue your service because that's a safety issue. Now, this, this hardware itself, it's designed basically like a, a pair of glasses that you would wear. Do they include the, the glass, or is it just like a frame that, that, sits, uh, that sits across the bridge of the nose? So I'm not familiar with the new one, and I believe they do include a glass. At least from the pictures on the new one, they do include the glass. Um, I know some of the Google Glasses did or didn't include glass. Uh, I, I, what about your set? Yeah, so I, I'm familiar with the Google Glass, so that does come with a glass. And to say the truth, at this moment, uh, I've been sharing glasses with a friend, so we're sharing a um, plan, and um, that's the interesting thing. So you can have your own plan, or you can have uh, you can share a plan with a couple of people. And uh, so we've been doing that, and we haven't acquired a new glass. However, you don't need the glass to use that. And I've talked to a few uh, users that do not like using the glasses because, you know, you need the glass, and you need to carry your headphones, and you need to carry your little Wi-Fi box, which is it's very tiny. I mean, it's less than, I don't know, it's more like, like a cigarette box, like smaller than that, actually. And then your phone. And for some people, that's a little too much. I mean, I don't see a problem. I think it's pretty light. And compared to things that we used to have to do in the past for blindness, I remember I had to have a, a rolling backpack to go to school because I had to take so many, you know, a Braille note taker with a Braille displayer plus the laptop plus this plus that plus. So I think it's 
with technologies, it's almost negligible. You can put it on a on your purse, and you know, and, and it's all good. However, uh, some people don't like it. So many people have bought a a lanyard where you can put your iPhone in, and then they just have headphones. So then, as you're walking, you have the camera of your phone, uh, the back camera of your phone facing forward, and agents will tell you, you know, if they need you to look a little bit left or a little little bit right or up or down, they'll tell you what they need, so you can so you can perform so they can look better where you you know exactly where, where exactly what you needing description of. Now you mentioned that the so in order to use Aria, you do need to have a smartphone. Um, do you know what platforms they support? Well, uh, I think ninety five percent of blind people at those moment use iPhone, so they support iPhone, and I believe they also have an and yes, they have an Android app too. Okay, so you need to have a a, a smartphone capable of running uh, their app. Uh, and that's going to connect to the phone. Uh, but then the device itself is connecting through uh, a, a hotspot that they're giving you. So it's not going to. So I presume then that it's not pulling data from your cell phone plan. Well, and it's, it's both. Uh, it's your choice. So in my case, uh, when I don't have the glasses, I also don't take um, my box. So I just use my phone and my phone data. And in fact, I just switch my phone data from one company to the next so I could have a limited, very reliable data for that same purpose. Okay, so you can run it, you know, using the phone's camera or with the glasses, uh, but if you're using the glasses, then you need to have the hotspot, I presume? Yes, if you're using the glasses, you can have the, you need the hotspot. Uh, and I'm actually looking, I'm curious now about that because I've always uh, used... Need more. We should bring somebody from Era here to answer those things. Uh, but yeah, there is a function here in the app. I'm just hearing it's right now, and you can switch uh, what uh, Wi-Fi you're in. So I'm guessing you could technically. Don't quote me on it. I think that technically you could um, use your own, your own, uh, you know, your own data plan or or Wi-Fi, for example, if you, let's say you have a, a plan, a data plan that has limitations, right? And you are on a coffee shop and they have a good Wi-Fi that can stream video, then you can probably um, switch to that one. Now, you mentioned earlier uh, about plans and the, so Aria is not a, a free service. Uh, it does have a a plan system, um, and I've got the I've got the prices and the times up. But tell me a little bit about how how the plans work, how how um, signing up and becoming a member. What what's that like, and, and as far as uh, costs and right. So the plan is just like you know you have your your cell phone plan, you have an IRA plan, and uh, you can have one that's. Well, I think it's two or three that are basic, and you can choose a certain amount of minutes. That means that every time you call, uh, those minutes will count towards your plan, and then you can uh, sort of it will be deducted from your monthly amount. So if you have a hundred minutes, and, 
and every time you call and you talk for five minutes today, and maybe you call later and you use 10 more minutes, then now you have 15 minutes uh, until, until the end of the month, you're probably going to have, you know, just the 85 uh, left, right? And so that's how it works. Or you can have the pro plan, which is what I have. I do not like counting minutes. I think they kind of annoying and sometimes you need some else and then you're really worried. So I went for a pro plan and the pro plan is limited. So you can call as many times as you need. Sure, sometimes you might not use a lot for your buck, but other times, um, especially when I'm in, in trips or conferences, it's totally worth it. So I'm just going to read out just so everybody knows what the what the plans are and what their what their cost is. So they start out yeah with a uh, an option for a basic plan and that one's uh -huh. $89 a month uh and you get 100 minutes per month. And I do want to specify that this is a monthly you're not doing like a, a yearly contract uh and you can also change between plans or cancel plans at any time. So it's not a contract, it's not like a cell phone. Um, so that was the basic, $89 for 100 minutes. Then they have a plus, that's $129 for double that, 200 minutes. Uh, and then you go up to the, there's a, a pro, which is $199, which is 400 minutes, and then a premium, uh, which is 329 and that gives you uh, unlimited. Oh, sorry, that's what I have. It's not the pro, it's the premium. <laughs> <laughs> now, according to their website, this includes the glasses themselves, uh, mm -hmm. the, the data that you use through the AT&T MiFi, uh, insurance for the hardware itself, uh, a free training session, and then access uh, and then access to their agents, of course. And they run their agents from six a.m. to twelve a.m. Uh, Central Time. Um, so that's yeah, it's four four a.m. to ten p.m. Pacific. Or seven to one a.m. or seven to one a.m. Eastern. So, or right. you could you, at home. Hey, you can you make left, the adjustments. You left the mountains out. I left the mountains out. Well, that's it's, what... it's five a.m. to eleven p.m. Yeah. My time. Thank you. And so, uh, and this is a this is a uh, at least from what I can tell uh, a U.S. only available service. Is that correct? Do you know? Well, so yeah. So the U the service is the U.S. only, but you can use it abroad. So, for example, when I go to Mexico, go to Europe, as long as I'm calling within the uh, working hours and, uh, you know, and I have good Wi-Fi that uh, will support the video streaming, uh, then I can use it. So I, I know some explorers that try to use it. I haven't yet. I can't wait to when I go to Mexico, see how it works. And I'll, I'll report back to you guys. But, yes, as of right now, it's. US I, I, I want to make a quick. I want to make a quick correction. At least on the Aria website, um, it, they have when you try to sign up, they ask if you're in US or Canada. Oh, uh, correct. So presumably Canada is also supported yeah, in yes, there. Yes, no, it is. Yeah, US and Canada. I apologize. It's. I I know that will really offend Canada Canadians, but I always think of US and Canada as one. <laughs> I always get thrown off because I have a cousin who is Canadian, and I think of her as being. American, yeah, right. But... Exactly. Well, my brother-in-law lives in Canada, and uh, yeah, so it it's funny. I, they're they're yeah, nicer so than US us, so. And, yeah, U.S. and Canada. There you go. Yes. And they are currently doing a pilot program. It looks like in uh, in the U.K., Australia, and New Zealand. 
right. I don't. I know that's just a pilot program, so you can't just go to their webpage and sign up like you can in, in U.S. or Canada. But uh, they do have. Uh, if you go to their website, you can contact them uh, regarding that pilot program if you're interested. And of course, I'm not familiar with their business model or anything like that. But I would say, you know, from a person that has a business background, I think that if we had more and more people into the service and it becomes a successful business in the U.S., I'm sure, you know, it will expand internationally as, you know, as is feasible uh, accounting speaking wise, right? Um, so I, I, I really think that this service is amazing. I mean, I cannot tell you how much it has transformed my life in this last month. And I'm not that kind of person that jumps in the wagon behind an assistive technology. You know that, Jonathan? <laughs> we, we worked at assistive, as assistive technology specialist for several years, and I was always very skeptical, and I write down all the you know, pros and cons, and I've always been very honest when I am reporting on a, an assistive technology. But uh, ERA will have its downsides. I don't think I've seen much of it yet, but I think overall the upside totally makes up for any downsides that it might have some limitations. I also wanted to say that there are ways for you to offset your expenses. So if you, they have a referral program. So if you refer a friend, you get a month free for whatever plan you have in, uh, so, you know, the same amount of your plan, your current plan. Uh, your friend also gets a free month. Uh, also, if you are, they have a program saying that is a seeker's job program, I believe is the name. And um, if you're using ERA agents, if tasks that are related to job seeking, they will discount those minutes from your overall plan. So they are free. And there's also what they call access, access free areas. So they are areas where uh, minutes are basically free. So you have those in different places of the country. I haven't found any yet wherever I've been. But uh, there is a sort of like a, you can click on your phone and figure out areas that are access free. And also the application will actually let you know from what I've heard that when you walk into an area that's access free, they will actually let you know that you're in an access free area. If I'm not mistaken, this again, don't quote me on that one. I don't have experience on that part, but that's what I've heard from friends that use it. What I can confirm for sure as far as the access free areas is they are trying to partner up with different airports uh, to make those access free areas. And specifically where I live, the Minneapolis International Airport is one of those networks. I also know that uh, that Denver, Colorado's uh, uh, over by you, their airport is also, uh, I believe, a free uh, a, a free use area. Well, and, you know, I've used, uh, I used one that was, which airport? I don't know. I just used it in an airport, but I didn't check because since I have the premium plan, I wasn't worried about, um, you know, I guess I, I don't worry much about if it's free or not. So that's folly on my part. So I just want to get an idea of uh, uh, of how the use of this uh, the service 
and what the user experience is like. So walk us through how uh, you, so you, you put on your glasses, you go out and you want to initiate uh, a call with one of the, uh, 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 one of the agents here. How do you do okay. that? So first you have, let's go from the beginning. Let's say you got your airplane, right? So you need to get your app. You go to the app store, you download it and then you open it and you're going to have to sign in. So you have, you know, you're going to have a, as soon as you sign up, you're going to get an email with uh, your name, your username, your password, um, etc. So then you can, uh, you know, create your own password. So then you enter that info and the app will say signing in. And once you signed in, the app will tell you, you know, there's two buttons. One is glasses and the other is phone. And then you can choose to, uh, you know, the glasses or the phone. So if you choose glasses, then there is a button next to the glasses or phone that says call with glasses. And then if you choose phone, it'll say call with phone. Uh, and then in the bottom, you have some options about, uh, actually, I forgot right now. Let me look it up. Field. Zero of six well, my phone's not working here. Okay, Nine, oh, so two notifications. you speech off. It's very easy. You just click that button, and it goes through, 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 and then an agent pick it up, and that agent will say hello. You know, say their name, and then say how can I help you, and then you just engage on how can I help you. I want to ask no. a clarifying question here, um, just to make sure. Maybe I might have missed this. When you initiate the call, you do you have to initiate it from the phone, or can you do it from the glasses themselves? Oh, actually, I do not know that. So you, you've you been initiating it from the phone? Yeah, I use mainly the phone because, uh, like I said, I am sharing the plan with me and a friend. So I do not need the glasses as much because I'm not out and about as much. And I can still get the phone. So if you're using your phone, you have a 30-degree angle, up, down, and left and right. And the agents will just tell you. Uh, I do not use it on my chest either. I use it on my arm. I have an iPod uh, armband that I use my phone on, which is perfect for the camera. The camera is sticking out a little bit. And uh, I use that to walk around and ask them what's happening. And I've been as successful, so I didn't use the glasses. But I believe that um, you can initiate, well, I don't know the new glasses, uh, in fact, but I know that you can initiate it by your phone also. Now, it sounds like, uh, let's say you are living independently, you're, you're a blind person living independently, you, you order these glasses, they arrive, um, it sounds like you've got to download an app and, and create a registration and, and, and sign in. How, how competent with, you know, voiceover on the iPhone or talk back on the Android do you think someone should be to, to feel confident that they'll, they'll be able to set it up completely independently? I think that has to do a little bit uh, with the user, with the type of user, you know, like how comfortable they are using the operating system of their phone. Uh, but I, uh, I think it's easy. Like for me, it was, you know, very straightforward. The information is there. Um, I'm sure some other people might be 
it might be a little more complicated or some people might have help but at least so far the, the 10 close friends that i talked to before i joined the the program right before i, I bought the service and i talked to these friends i asked them how they liked it and they seem all to have had no problems setting it up why don't we do like give me give me a a, a very a detailed example of uh, let's say you're at the you're at the airport right you're about to take off in denver you you get through security and you're like uh, uh, you, they offer you a guide and you go no 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 i've got my aria i'm going to get to my gate independently All right so i'm going to initiate uh, a contact uh, a call with uh, uh, with Aria, because I need to know, you know, what what are the gate numbers that are around? How to which which direction do I need to go? Uh, walk me through, like you would initiate it up. What what would the what does the um, what does the agent sound like? What is that first connection? You know, where do you begin? Give me give me like a, a fake script for how you might communicate with one of these agents. Boy, okay, maybe we're gonna have to have a video on this. <laughs> I think I should uh, write one of my experiences. Well, it's something like, you know, like they will say, hi, I'm blah, 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 like, how can I help you? And then I will tell them, okay, I am at the Denver airport right now. I have a flight on Southwest. Uh, I could give them my flight number and I say I'm looking for gate X, right? So I might pause for a second and 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 do a, a little, you know, I, I might scan with my phone from left to right. And if you have the glasses will be similar, you, you'll probably, and the agent usually tell you, they say, could you start scanning from left to right for me? And, uh, or they tell, or maybe they see part of a gate number, but not the full gate number. So they might ask me, could you step uh, a step back or could you move your phone an inch left or an inch right? They're very good at it, actually, usually, which I'm, I'm impressed because they can usually tell me exactly how much they want me to move. It's incredible. So, so then they'll tell me, okay, you're a gate X. And then, um, and then, you know, then, then they will um, try to give me directions that I have to go to left and right. I don't have a lot of experience in airports yet. So next time I travel, I'll, I'll be sure to use them. <laughs> like, you know, the experiences I'm actually going to try to, getting very early uh, I'm, I'm gonna give myself like an hour uh earlier than what i usually get there and i'm gonna try to go through by myself without uh, meet and assist because well number one i know denver airport number two i'm very familiar with traveling very comfortable uh i'm not sure that uh, you know it's fully advisable to everyone again it's because you know, you have to understand they will only tell you what they can see. So you have to be confident as a person, right, to to take on that adventure, I think. What was the the last time you used it? What, what was the what was the purpose? OK, so, well, last time. Wait a minute. I just used it like last night. <laughs> but, I'll tell, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you a very interesting one. So I travel a lot and I try to find people on the ground when I go to a city and when I go to a city I've never been before for a conference or something, and that is usually very uh, stressful because sometimes you're in the hotel, you don't know if you're on a you know on a good quote unquote area. Like one time I stayed on this 
Uh, I think it was Crystal City in DC. And it's a great area, but it's a very dangerous area at night, right? So if I had to go out at night and go take my dog out, I mean, you don't feel so safe, right? And it's nice to, and it's not like, it's not like air as, I know your agents will give me extra safety uh, security, right? I mean, if I'm gonna get mobbed, I'll, I'll get mobbed, right? But the thing is when you can see and you're walking around, right? You can see if there's like somebody dingy uh, or that looks, you know, dodgy around or, or, you know, or if it's an alley, a dark alley, right? You don't, you cannot, you don't want to walk in one, but the truth is if you're blind and you don't see any light or anything, you don't know if you're walking in a dark alley and, you know, and putting yourself into a, into a more dangerous position than what you should, right? So um, I went to San Diego for a conference at a convention center. Uh, I already knew that convention center because I stayed, uh, I went to this conference previously. However, I, you know, I, I'm not familiar with the city because last time I went, I was from hotel to conference and conference to hotel. This time I had some downtime. I only went to the conference one day and then a couple of you know, a couple of times in the next few days, but I didn't stay there the whole day. And it was incredible because I put my phone, I didn't even have the glasses, like I said, right? So I used the phone and I was able to, I was coughing a lot. So I, and I was staying on that Airbnb, which was a lot farther and it wasn't in the hotel area. Um, so they helped me get out of my uh, apartment. Uh, I called an Uber. By the way, they can call an Uber for you and also Lyft on your behalf. So that way they can track the progress of the car and tell you exactly when the car stops in front of you or if the car is, you know, across the street. So you don't have to be worrying about, oh my gosh, you know, is the car here? Because sometimes I call an Uber and Uber tells me, hey, your driver is here. Yeah, but the driver is not there exactly, right? Sometimes they're like half a block and you have to call the driver and tell them you don't see. And half of the time they tell me, I'm right here. You know, and then they're moving their hand and I'm like, uh, yeah, well, part of blind you didn't get. Anyways, uh, my point is they can help you with that and they can actually file a complaint on your behalf if an Uber sees you with a dog and then they just go away which happened to me actually the first day I got to San Diego, I called an Uber. I was with my husband, so I did not call um, ERA that day. And uh, the Uber driver drove right by us, saw me, saw him and the, and the dog, and then he canceled the ride. And we had to call another person. I mean, they're not supposed to do that, but it happens. And it happens with cabs a lot too. So anyways, um, I used ERA and I told them I need to find a CBS because I have a cough. And sure, they can, when you are in a regular, you know, just underground and they can actually pull a sort of like a satellite location of where you are, You they use a Google Earth, right, to help pinpoint where you are and then they use maps and things. So I said, can you find me a CBS? Uh, she's like, yeah, just a second. She looks, she's like, oh, there's a CVS uh, three blocks from you. And there is also a, a little drugstore, like a, I don't know, like a hundred yards from you. And 
I so she guided me, you know, she's like, okay, moved you're in the street, so keep going, I don't know, north or straight forward on this. You can also specify if you want north, south, left, you know, or right or forward, uh, your preference. I like south and north and east, west. So usually I ask them to pinpoint me what direction I'm looking first, and then I ask for directions that way. And yeah, so then I walked, I went into the drugstore, she helped me uh, identify what the counter was. I asked if they have cough drops. They told me, unfortunately, no. They were just a small drugstore, only medications. I got out, and then we went to uh, CVS, and I got to CVS. I bought my cough drops, and that was that. And it was beautiful. Now, you have an unlimited uh, amount of minutes there. But did you stay connected the whole time, or did you connect, talk to someone, get directions to the first station, no, disconnect, I... and reconnect? No, I stay connected the whole time because, uh, I mean, that's what I wanted. I'm in a city I have no clue. I don't understand what's going on. Some cities have weird uh, crossings, you know, that that they're kind of uh, diagonal walking uh, crossings. And I wanted to know. But I could have hang up, and every time I got to a crossing, I could have called back. Oh, and they always stay quiet as you're crossing the street. Is there any way, now I know they probably have uh, multiple agents here. Do you get connected to the same agent or a different agent every time? Or is there a way to request? What What about what about that? It depends on the availability. So sometimes I call, like, okay, here's the other thing. Um, I needed to learn how to prepare a fish head for cooking. I have never done it. You know, my mom used to clean and I wanted to make this traditional Japanese fish head broth. And I was really craving that. There's no place around me that will make it. So I had to learn how to do it. So I bought several uh, salmon heads, and um, but you have to take the eyes out and you have to take the gills out because they do not have any, you know, they, they, they will make the, the broth cloudy and bitter. And I pull up a, uh, a video. So I called this agent and I said, hi, I'm trying to learn how to uh, take the eyes out of a fish head. <laughs> and, you know, I know their, their job and they're always very nice about it. They say, it's my job. But I always tell them, hey, I don't know, but what I'm about to do is a little disgusting. So I don't know how you feel about that. You know, we can always switch to a different agent if you know, you don't feel comfortable, and they always tell me, no, this is my job, etc. So, but I, I I think it's it's courtesy, you know, for me to let them know. I, I know a lot of blind people won't be doing crazy stuff like that, but I've seen people that when you're working with a fish head or some meat, they'll go like, ew, this is disgusting, you know? So, anyway, so then I asked her if she could uh, describe this YouTube video for me because there wasn't enough info and she did so she's watching the video and then we would pause it and then she said so okay he's cutting it around the eyes and doing you know a little motion and she tried to explain to me so then I got the knife and I said like this and then she's like yeah so I got it out and then and I said this is it did I get it all and she's like yeah that's perfect that looks like like the video does and then and then there we go. And then we did the same thing for the guilds. And I have the most awesome comfort food 
I've ever had in many years. So now, if you go to uh, their webpage, they do have a list of examples of uh, different ways you might use it. Two of them that stood out to me, uh, just uh, just from personal uh, personal experiences, it has interpret captcha codes. Yes. Oh, I've used it. <laughs> I've used it. So you know how you go to pages and they have you know oh listen for a code. Yeah, like you're signing up for a, a new service or logging into a web page. It's usually some sort of like you're you're becoming a member of, uh, Actually, of, of the, online. This time for me was a freebie. I wanted this PDF. Yeah, for me it was a freebie. I wanted this PDF on, I don't know, it was a business PDF on some, some, something of some sort. And um, I get really ticked off when I can't use something, right? I mean, I've been an accessibility consultant for 15 years. It just drives me over the top. And I haven't done stuff lately. If I run into some barrier, I give up just for my mental sanity. And that day I was there and I get to the page. I put my name, I put my email, and then it said, click all the traffic light images. I'm guessing that they probably had a red, green, and yellow image that you had to choose. Well. And they had an audio capture. So I click on the audio capture, nothing happens. I try to download the file, nothing happens. And I say, okay, there we go again. Another capture that they have the audio option, but nobody bothered to see if the audio option works or not. You know, a lot of these are these uh, done by this service called ReCAPTCHA, which is a, a Google service, and uh, they they on their site, you know, talk about the audio as being the more accessible. But kind of like you mentioned, working with customers and in my own experience, uh, that hasn't always been true. Either you can't get the audio to play, or the the label for playing the audio is not labeled, or when you play it, it doesn't play right, or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's usually not the fault of the person that is using the service. So who do you blame, right? Or do you, who do you get mad at? And getting mad doesn't help you at all. Uh, according to my doctor, you know, he always like, you got to keep it cool. You focus on what you can control, which I usually do very well. But this kind of stuff, sometimes it's just like, I know it can work. Why don't you work? You know? So then it was wonderful. I was like, huh, I got era. And it was like 930 at night or something. So I called and with the mouse, he helped me actually move the mouse exactly into each uh, image. And within 30 seconds, I was in. The The other example that they give that just made me laugh because I was like, yes, I totally get this was uh, find available gym equipment. <laughs> that is true. That is totally true. And that is something that really annoys me, right? So when I go to the gym, um, people, you know, they always take the treadmills that are in the end because I have space for my dog there. And and then you have a bunch in the middle, but they have the end ones. And then I cannot find, uh, you know, and, and sometimes they just tell me, oh, it's busy, but they don't tell me where to get another one. Um, the other thing also that happens in gyms, they can be dangerous because I might not look, um, I guess, blind enough, you know, if you're looking from the distance and I'm coming to walk in between equipment sometimes they're you know they 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 can lower a heavy weight right on as i'm passing by because people assume that i can see some which is not true yeah and you can't rely on just your your hearing 
uh, too, because some people will will start working out on a piece of equipment and then they'll stop and they'll rest there for a couple of minutes and they'll just be sitting there quietly. So it sounds like a machine is vacant, but when you get there, there's somebody laying on it and then they get really weird and freaked out. They get really freaked out when you touch them. (laughs) Believe me, it happens a lot to me. To the point that at some point I kind of, I bought some free weights and I was just doing it at home just because I didn't want to go to the hustle of of having to to deal with people at the gym area. Not not for my sake, but for theirs, because, you know, them freaking out and getting so weird. It's just like, oh, gosh, there we go again. I have to deal with this again. It's like, yeah, I understand, but it's, it's not my fault that I, you know, that I don't know where you are. It's So I, uh, yes, so ERA has helped me also in fitness. Um, I'm actually... I hope they won't hate me, but I was actually thinking to take an agent with me to a Zumba class and see how it goes. Oh, <laughs> well, that would be interesting. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know because it's fast, right? And I don't know how it would work, but uh, but um, it would be fun to, to try it out and see how it works. But I, I want to use the new glasses for that because I think it would be a lot, um, a, a lot more fun. Of course... You know, I can see some people getting freaked out about privacy because, you know, some people might be like, oh, somebody's looking at me. It's like, yeah, but no, they're not looking at you. They're looking at the teacher to let me know what's going on. Um, and, and going back to privacy with the bathroom. So they have a privacy mode. And to answer your question, no, you don't have to hang up. You can click this button on your phone that says privacy mode. So when you go into privacy mode, they're still there in the connection. You can hear them, but they cannot hear you. So I've used it a couple of times, like I'm here in my office doing something, then you know my husband comes talk to me, then I, I press the uh, private mode, talk to him, and then I go back. So while they're in privacy mode, they cannot see anything or hear anything. And you're supposed to use that because it's illegal to do video in private, uh, public bathrooms. So they can explain you how to get there, but once you're in the bathroom, it's up to you to, you know, to figure out your way in. I mean, your your way around the bathroom. All right, I want to start wrapping up here. Um, before we go, uh, we should probably mention uh, their web page uh, one more time. That's Ara. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time saying it here. Yeah, it's A-I-R-A. A-I-R-A so, A-I-R-A or A-I-R-A dot I-O. So it's not dot com, it's dot I-O. And if you, uh, if you want to, you can also uh, give them uh, give them a call to ask any questions. I'm just going to give you that number too. It's an 800 number. So that's 1-800-985-9200. Uh, and in case anybody's ever thinking, we have, we currently, we have, we, this is not a sponsored podcast. Uh, this was just because, uh, uh, Rachel, you had had experience with it and it was really interesting. And I just wanted to make that clear that, uh, this podcast in this episode has, uh, does not have any association with, uh, with the product. It's just a, a really cool piece of technology we wanted to share with you. Yeah. It's just a technology I'm using and I'm loving it. Uh, don't quote me in certain things. Please reach out to them. Uh, they're uh, great people to work with yeah it's and this is not related to them they do have an official podcast which i'll put in the notes 
So anything that you want to know. Uh, they also have a Facebook group for users. So if you want to have, please explore joining, even if it's for a month, uh, get your answers, uh, you know, the, your answers that you're needing for, for all your questions. But I, I say there is no limit to ERA use. It's, it's amazing. It has helped me in my business a lot, uh, has helped me fill out documents, even credit cards. Like before I used to, you know, FaceTime my sister and ask her to read my brand new credit card that I had to activate. She couldn't see it because it's very blurry. And ERA can actually uh, take a picture and tell me exactly the numbers and tell me where to call. And they keep all your things completely um, confident and they actually will delete any information that you don't want to keep. I do want to bring up one more thing that just reminded me here, you know, because because it's not a it's not an inexpensive uh, product or service, um, you know, starting at eighty nine dollars for 100 minutes uh, a month is 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 the absolute lowest starting point here. And there there are some some alternatives like the Be My Eyes, which is a volunteer based system that is uh, that is free that just works with the. Uh, through the iPhone or through the Android phone, uh, but the big difference, uh, you know, appears to be, you know, the, the the agents here are trained for this specific task. They're on call, uh, and also privacy is is something that they can protect. Where a service like Be My Eyes, although it may be free, they even discourage you from doing things like looking up a card number because those are volunteers and they don't have them vetted uh, like they do the agents uh, at at. Uh, Okay. Correct. Yeah. Yes, and and that to me is the is the ultimate. Uh, you know, I, I the the reason why I like this is I you know you know the company, you know the reputation, you know the agents. They won't be you know they 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 have to respond to a company to a, an ethical and legal uh, procedures. And I you know I will say that they've been amazing. Uh, my business paperwork. It's crazy sometimes. Uh, they have been able to help me out and file it. And uh, also, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, junk mail and all kinds of things. You ask your friends to do it, but, you know, it, it's sometimes they don't want to do it or whatever it is. Um, the agents are there. It, it, that, that's to me what's amazing about this product. You know, before now, there was not one single product that you could really rely on, that you pay for it and you get what you're paying for. And, and to me, this is what's amazing. It's you pay and you get what you pay for. You, you pay your product and you, you're receiving the service that you need and the privacy that you need. And the, it's amazing. I mean, I just, I just finished my uh, pr uh, proposal for the home and price. And I use ERA like 50% of the time to help me uh, get pricing and things for the, for travel, for my, for, you know, for planning the travel part. And, and I did it in probably a third of the time I would have have done like, uh, like that I did last year. It, it's, it's a great time saver. So if you're trying to be productive, if you're trying to do things, it's, it's amazing. I don't have another word to explain it. 
All right. I think with that, we will we will wrap this up. I want to thank everybody for uh, joining us here on Access Ninja. If you have uh, questions uh, that you'd like us to address, please send it to us at feedback at access.ninja. That's feedback at access.ninja. Thanks for joining us. And have a great week.